Australia really is the alternate dimension of the real world. For sure. Probably. Hello, hello. Welcome to Super Peel Out, the podcast where hedgehogs go fast and the canon doesn't matter. That's right, the canon is just like characters created by Ken Penders, or as I like to call him, Ken Penders Chicken Tenders. No one cares about Scrooge the Hedgehog. Or yeah, Scrooge Chip the Hedgehog? <laughs> no one cares. Keep your IP, mate. Keep it in your pants. Well, uh, I'm Normus on Twitch. Who are you guys? I'm Hogas. I am JT Duckman. And we've got slamming episode for everyone out there. Um, we'll be talking about a bunch of different things. Sonic News will be first. We've got Sonic Tales, Porky Pies, and the major uh, theme of today is... JT? Sonic Mania! <laughs> we'll hopefully actually talk about it. <laughs> Unlike last episode where it was... Yeah, stages! We'll get to it. Yeah, we're serious. We're deadly serious now. We are serious. Um, well, look, if you, uh, JT, if you can guide me through, I've got a couple of headlines I would like to share with you guys. Uh, okay. Let's start off, JT. Bong. Jack Black is Sonic the Hedgehog. What? Bong. Sonic had a spider sense. Bong. Sonic Crocs are coming out. Wait, Sonic Crocs? I. That's look. The whole point of a headline is to um, tease you as you can interrupt the headline reading. Um, Sonic's. I didn't. I didn't hear you properly. I like. Okay. I no, you. Yeah, you know, think you didn't hear me, but you heard me perfectly. Sonic Crocs are coming out. Okay. Uh, next one, please. Um, Sonic's 900th IDW comic adventure coming up. Uh, And I've lost my other one. But anyway, let's get into it. What do you guys want to know first? Uh, Okay, first of all, Jack Black as Sonic. What? Absolutely. So, um, just so you guys know, Tenacious D... Jack Black's coveted uh, band has released a new animated music video. Um, obviously, Jack Black really likes classic gaming. Um, FYI, there is a uh, the video is animated, and Jack Black please, uh, basically goes through all of his favorite uh, genres and worlds. Um, the animation includes um, God of War, Fallout 4, Red Dead Redemption, and Sonic the Hedgehog. Um, The clip, if you guys... I'll send it to you in a moment, uh, includes Jack Black running through uh, Green Hill Zone as Sonic the Hedgehog, and uh, I think it's Kyle Gass, the other guy. (laughs) The other guy um, is Tails playing the guitar, flying in the air behind. So, very entertaining indeed. I'll link that uh, through to you guys right now. I just had that music video recommended... When I went to YouTube, it was on the front page, like, a couple hours ago, so that's quite interesting. Yeah, alright. I actually have something to contribute about this particular topic. It's a bit of a side tangent, but I believe the music video for this 
was animated by Oni, Oni NG. Um, oh. um which uh I mean he's a bit of a popular animator, YouTuber, content man, right? But uh actually it does give me a decent segue. Um one of my one of my longest like longest known best friends um is a guy who is making i think he made it um he made a like oni plays like fan game and he is now actually making a very sonic adventure inspired fan game in unreal engine and it looks really cool uh i believe his youtube channel and twitter account and all that is called sam on sam off and uh yeah no he's one of he's one of my all-time homies uh i've definitely got random shout out plug to him but okay cool um, yeah no he's actually I don't want to burst any bubbles but <laughs> when i was reading up on this i it might be a segment or parts of the animation because there's different animation styles in the jack black video but apparently a large portion of it is created by chris o'neill um on only plays you know so that's what you're talking about right yeah yeah, that's pretty awesome. I mean, like, it's pretty sick. But I'm wondering, like, do you think he did everything? Because there's so many different animation styles. He's a pretty talented art, or like, yeah, artist, animator. That's cool. Um, but yeah, here's uh the because yeah, my I just I'm only really commenting on this because my my friend just like released a trailer for the thing that right. he's working on, that's and cool. it's it's very Sonic Adventure one inspired in terms of like everything so he's super talented great up with oh, that in the cool. show notes. hell yeah yeah spread the word get his get his game more remember action. guys everything that we talk about every episode is in the show notes i don't know if i've ever really mentioned this but it is yeah yeah we wouldn't lie about that so if you want links to the things we talk about they're all in there Shout out to Sam on Sam off. I like any man that puts an on in their nickname. Uh, so shout out to everyone that has on Normus on Twitch, in case anyone's forgotten. Okay, next piece of news. Uh, Sonic's Spider-Sense. This is not really news. This is more trivia. I probably should have saved this for Porky Pies. Um, so let me cancel that one. Let's go on to Sonic Crocs. So, um, Sonic Crocs are apparently a thing. Sonic Style Blog on Twitter has just released images of officially, uh, how can I say, endorsed Sonic Crocs. Very cool. They're red. They have a white heel strap. And they come with uh, those little things. What do you call them? Um, charms? What do you call them? Pins. Pins? Yeah, pins. Uh, bits. I'm looking at the article now. Uh, gibbets charms. Um, so you can have a bunch of those pins or gibbets charms, including characters such as Sonic himself, doing a super peel-out. You can also see uh, Tails, Amy Rose, Knuckles, and Shadows. So uh, pretty cool stuff. I'm um, sure that the Crocs community that certainly exists has their own term for those things. Yeah, probably. Crocs fans, let us know. Yeah, but it's pretty cool. I mean, I, I'm kind of loving the Chili Dog, the um, the Chaos Emerald. They look pretty sick. Like, I've never owned a pair of Crocs in my life. It might be time to change that. 
Oh, so is Gibbets the official name for like no. crocodile? Well, we got off this article, I guess. So yeah. Again, I'm not a crockhead, or whatever the fan base calls themselves. But there you go. Crockfeed, I would think. Oh yeah, crocophiles. The shadow crocs stay on during sex. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. That sounded like a soundboard. Yeah, that was really good. You should just speak like that for the rest of the podcast. I'm not going to do my shadow impression. Very. Modern <laughs> you guys, shadow. Did you guys buy this, by the way? I think they're awesome. Like, I hate Crocs. These look what? awesome. I don't really know what scenario I'd be in where I'd need to really wear Crocs. I'd imagine. If you like, if you're like a... Ring. They're, like, good for, like, walking in, like, well, wet things, I, I would right? probably need them, like, going down to the 7-Eleven or the... Because they don't have servos in, in Korea. But, yeah, I could see myself getting some use out of this. Just going for walks around the block, going to the the market around the corner. They look very cool. Um, and also, if you guys take a look, the ring is really impressive. If you look, like, the... Look at the sonic ring on the croc, it, like, protrudes. It's very cool. So... Who knows? I'll see if I can import this to South Korea. Available toddler kids in adult sizes dropping on May 23rd. Very cool. Very cool. Wouldn't it be funny if if Norm said the headlines like, New Sonic Crocs, and then he just talks about Vector the Crocodile? <laughs> I wouldn't stoop to that. Stooping as usual. Stooping as usual, I see. I just sent that off to you. Next piece of news then. Sonic is going to have his 900th IDW comic released. What's unique about this is the special edition is going to feature authors and illustrators, uh, multiple authors and illustrators to compile a one big mega story. And the part that kind of drew me into this story is that they have released um, some Sonic art. And you know me, I love me some Sonic art. If I can just share this with you guys first. So, Sonic leaping out of some kind of warp. The art's really great. I think it's pretty cool. Like, obviously, it's come a long way from the Archie comic days. But um, maybe you guys can comment on this, because I don't know what Sonic is holding his hand. It looks like a Dragon Ball. Uh, it looks like it... a delicious cinnamon roll. <laughs> yeah, that does, that does look like a... Uh... It's not. I thought it was a Chaos Emerald at first, but that's definitely way too round to be a Chaos Emerald. It's not pointy enough at the bottom, but the top does look rounded off. Yeah. I'm very hungry right now. <laughs> uh, a nice chili dog! I should have eaten I could before. Chili dog. What else does Sonic eat? Nothing. Wait. Chili dogs, that's it. doesn't and also, looking at this art, what do you guys think about Sonic, like, shoe buckles? That's the other thing I want to bring up. Buckles or no buckles? I like those buckles. The yellow provides, like, a nice contrast to the, the blue of Sonic and highlights the yeah. shoes a little bit more. I like it. I am also on team buckles. Though, Rouge is I looking mean... kind of interesting in that picture. Who is? Rouge. Oh, yeah, it's like a weird angle. Um, but, anyway, I'll... I'll, I'll where, where, where have you placed that? 
Uh, she's uh, like, my eyes in the shadow at the top. Above uh, knuckles. Like, just below the hedgehog. Yeah. Oh, I see yeah. what you're saying, yeah. I need to read the Sonic comics more, man. I mean, just for the artist. So I remember as a kid, like, just reading the Archie comics, like, I want to draw this frame. I want to draw this panel. Like, I just love replicating some of the art from the old Archie comics. But just for that alone, um, they're really fun to look at. So I'll wrap this up with the official solicitation for um, the excerpt on this. Saving the world is a piece of cake when you're a speedy blue hedgehog, and Sonic is about to go on his 900th world-saving adventure. Sonic's friends are playing a game of hot potato. Only the potato is the warp topaz, and it could warp the whole world into oblivion. The gang is passing off the warp topaz in a relay race to get rid of it once and for all. So there you go. Mystery solved. That little thing that looks like a Dragon Ball is actually a warp Topaz, there you go. Interesting. Um, good. Well, that's the last bit of news that I have, guys. How about you? Should we discuss that tweet? Yeah, yes. why not? This would be the time to do it. Alright. Well, there is a trending tweet that posits, of course, this is a joke, I'm not serious, that Blaze is the princess of Australia because... <laughs> Because of Marine's existence and that whole area being, like, koala-themed. Yeah, so Marine has, like... What do you guys think? Is that a fair thing? Like, that's an Aussie accent, apparently, if you start a sentence with oi. <laughs> well, she is voice-acted, and she does have an Aussie accent. Oh, nice, okay. Does it sound like, oi, I'm the captain, that means I get to lead. Is it that Aussie, or is it a bit some, Aussie some, light? Something like that, you should look it up. Mm-hmm. Cool. I do like the uh, the tweet how it it's got like a bellhop koala looking very annoyed at Blaze. It's pretty cool. Yeah. So I mean, someone suggested in the same thread that it really only affects uh, the one area that Marine is in because that's where all the koalas are and that's where she mm. is. Um, so maybe only part of the solar dimension is Australia, but it does make you wonder, like, what does that mean? Are Australian animals only tied to this area? Are they in the yeah. solar dimension? Oh, sorry. I should comment <laughs> what the thread actually said. The tweet said... Are there yeah. Australian exclusive cats? Like, is there a breed of cat, like, native to Australia? No, and I will talk about that in a moment. Okay, oh, damn it. so the tweet is from Semi-Frequent Sonic Facts. It says, Given the notable population of koalas... In the IDW comics, Blaze even has subjects of the species, and Marine's accent. It only makes sense that the entire soul dimension is Australia, and Blaze is the princess of Australia. So I think we can sort of like, eh, this in that, yeah, maybe part the, that part of the soul dimension is Australia. It makes you think, though. <laughs> and on the subject so. of cats, we have no native mammals. Um, they're all marsupials, so yeah. it's sort of debated as to whether the dingo is native. It's not. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Really. I mean, uh, dingoes came over when the uh, indigenous Australians did on the land bridge. So, um, 
Yeah, so like on that, cats are actually a horrible invasive species in Australia. They they uh, they rip up everything. They're horrible. Yeah, we they have... eat all of the poor native mushrooms. Mm. Yeah, cockatoos, uh, lots of bird life. They're, they're horrible. We have so many feral cats that it, it is a problem. I mean, I think every country has a, fer a feral cat problem, but um, yeah, absolutely. Cats came to Australia in like the 1800s with colonists, and they just wreck everything. We have a very bad history of just <laughs> introducing stuff that messes up the um, the ecosystem. The number one is probably the cane toad, uh, but cats are in that category. Yeah, uh, I, I, cats indoors. I have one observation to make. If the soul dimension is Australia, and we take into consideration that everything is canon, um, where does that put the the Sonic in Sydney musical from from <laughs> Sega World Sydney? Does that Multiverse. take place? That that if that has to be in Australia, like Sydney exists in Australia, I hope. Um, what? <laughs> Say that again. Sydney exists in Australia. We yeah right. Hope not because Sydney is uh, the rest of us. Kind of wish it wasn't there. Well, but I mean, Sorry like if you're from Sydney. So does that was that mean that Sonic went to the Soul Dimension specifically for there, or makes you think? I think that's exactly what it means. So I mentioned this in the thread. Nobody replied to me. <laughs> I also mentioned this on Reddit. Nobody replied to me. Well, I did, <laughs> look, they did a little bit, uh, just to like ask for details, but they didn't go any further. Right. What about Barry? Because he's like semi-canon. He's a quaker. Barry. God damn, that is some deep lore I'm going to have to take a look at. Oh no, I did see this. Yeah, you said counterpoint Barry. Um, I Honestly, I didn't get the reference. Oh, well, you know, we talked about the murder of Sonic Barry, yeah. Barry is the player character. Mm. Good old Baza. And I mean, I guess him being a transplant from the Soul Dimension would make sense because he doesn't know who Sonic is. But at the same time, he doesn't really know who Blaze is either. That's yeah, true. Good point. Maybe he's just out of the loop. <laughs> yeah. What if that warp topaz we were talking about makes the whole comic series now just in the outback? That'd be something. Yeah, I go hard. Yeah, I mean, I think we could rationalize this as being, yeah, so like, part of the Soul Dimension is... Space Australia, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Space Australia. Australia. But Very that doesn't good. mean that Australia doesn't exist in this other universe as well. Or maybe it got blown up or something, who knows. So wait, there's two Australias? Yeah, there's Parallelis... There's Bizarro Australia, and there's regular Australia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably where we should have sent all of uh, Ken Pender's characters... And just lock them up there. Yeah. Alternative Australia. Who needs evil Sally and evil Antoine? <laughs> Honestly. Good. Well, uh, any more news? I think that should be it. Shall we move on to Sonic Tales and Porky Pies? Let's do it. Who wants to go first? Uh, are we not doing the intro song? Oh, I totally forgot there was one. Uh, welcome to Sonic Tales. We've got Pokey Pies. 
Uh, I am your host. <laughs> Don't know where I'm going oh. with this. Um, so if you guys are listening for the first time, this is our segment, Sonic Tales Porcupines. A Sonic Tale means that it's a true piece of trivia. However, if it's a porcupine, it means I am lying. And I'm in fact making up fake trivia about Sonic the Hedgehog. It is the task of Holgast and JT to guess if I am telling a porcupine, cockney slang for lie, or a Sonic Tale. Let's get into it. So, the first one. Let's talk chipmunks for a second, guys. No. Um, so, if you go to remember uh, Deke Entertainment. Um, originally, I don't know if you guys know this. Uh, Deke! Um, as a kid, that was hilarious, obviously, coming up at the end of my favorite animations. But um, Deke Entertainment, you guys know um, Sally Acorn is actually a chipmunk. Do you guys know that? Um, her name was originally going to be Princess Acorn, emphasizing royal lineage and the daughter of King Acorn. However, did you know that her name was changed to Sally to avoid potential confusion with another princess character in The Adventures of the Gummy Bears? Because in The Adventures of the Gummy Bears, there's another princess. Her name is Princess Kala. Um, the similarity between the names Princess Acorn and Princess Kala could have potentially caused confusion among viewers, so the decision was made to rename Sonic's love interest as Sally Acorn. What do you reckon, guys? I've got no I feel idea. Like Sally sounds closer to Kala than Acorn does to Kala. Sala, Kala, right? Okay. So, and also, I have no idea what the adventures of the gummy bears are. Like, I've never heard of that in my life. But I'd be willing to believe it's real. Yeah, right. That's probably the only little uh, chipmunk-related factoid that I'll have today, just FYI. Sure, sure. I have uh, a feeling you're helping us. I'm going to say Porky Pie. I also don't quite believe it. It's a bit too detailed. Isn't everything that I give to you guys... What about that whole rant that I had last time about, like, the uh, Triumph car? Mm -hmm. um, that was pretty detailed. This is what I do. This is my craft. But that was also about Alvin and the Chipmunks, so don't yes, start. Yes, it was. Ooh. So you think it's a porky pie? I think it's a porky pie. Ladies and gentlemen, this is in fact a Sonic tale. What? Um, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Sally Acorn, as I mentioned, was supposed to just be Princess Acorn. And uh, the whole reason that her name was not that was the executives at Deke Entertainment. So... Mm, ha ha ha. Well then, what the hell is the gummy bear adventures or whatever? Well, that's the, like, cause so DIC or Deke Entertainment um, owned both shows and they wanted to, like, separate the similarities between the two shows. So, you know, you can't have two princesses, uh, you know, called Princess This and Princess That. They wanted to make her more, like, stand out from their other competing series, I guess. And so, yeah, Sally Acorn was the choice. Adventures of the Gummy Bears. That's a real show. Yeah, that wow. wasn't the part I didn't believe. The part I didn't believe was, I don't know, Executives Be Better. I've never heard of this show before. Yeah. Um, of course, I know, JT, you don't really read the, um, what do you call it, the Archie comics or IDW, but I don't know. I kind of always have a soft spot for Archie trivia because, man, getting my allowance and getting that $3 comic book every week was such a treat. Um, 
I I'll give you this small side info, guys. I have once weeped and cried in class because I thought my teacher dumped all of my Sonic comics. I'd be devastated too. I was bawling, and I was like embarrassed. I was so embarrassed because I thought now I'm going to be bullied forever because I'm just like bawling, crying my eyes out because I thought my teacher chucked out my Sonic comics. And then he was like, no, I'm just kidding. I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to be bullied. And no one ever mentioned it again. Like, <laughs> I was very lucky. <laughs> All right, moving on to the next uh, Sonic Tale and Porky Pie. We're going on to another piece of trivia. Um, Sonic, this was actually going to be news, but I'm going to warp this a little bit. Um, do you guys think that it's true that Sonic originally had a spider sensibility where he would sneeze prior to incoming danger? There's actually a number of different comics and promo materials that mention the sneeze. Is it a Sonic tail or a porcupine? Well, since That's you Sonic. mentioned this in the news segment, it must be partially true, but I don't think it's a sneeze. Okay. Um, I know for a fact that that's a Sonic tale. Oh, no, but, <laughs> but <laughs> for a fact, Holgas has already said that. Come on, guys, I want to win. All right, so you're going to change your vote, Holgas? Well, that would be cheating. Yeah, true. Okay, I like it. Sticking to your guns. Uh, JT is correct. This is actually a Sonic tale. Um, it is really interesting. I'll link the page to you guys, but the one that really took me aback was the Sonic CD intro, where yeah. it looks like Sonic sneezes. I thought that was, like, always a bit a bit weird growing up. Like, what's he doing there? I just thought, like, he stopped so quickly that his face lunged forward, but he's actually sneezing. There's, like, a few frames where you can see him clearly sneezing because he's just come across the death egg. But um, if you guys look at the website, there's also, like, comic books where Sonic sneezes because there's, like, a bully coming in to, <laughs> you know, the shop that he's in or something. Sonic sneezing on, like, a, what looks like an old cartridge. And, uh, you know, there's unused sneezing sprite animation in Sonic CD, so... That's really interesting. I feel the character would be completely different if he was also known for excessive sneezing. Very interesting. I, I like the I part about, about the statue that has a sound clip of Sonic sneezing when you press it. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Yeah, I don't remember where I learned that, but I do remember learning somewhere about the whole sneezing thing. Yeah, it's weird, right? Um, I'm glad it's not included. I think it's a quirky thing to put in the classic Sonic, though. But yeah, modern Sonic, that would be a little weird. Just make it like my asthma. Like, it went away for some reason. But it's canon. <laughs> my asthma theory is not canon. It has been disproven. Oh, oh my god. What is the theory? Can you just quickly tell me what is that theory? Well... <laughs> It was superseded by germ theory. <laughs> what? Okay. There are levels to this? Yeah, well, it used to be believed, back in the day, that uh, sickness was caused by bad air. Oh, right, and dampness. I know a little bit about that, yeah. Yeah, and 
the name of malaria is a leftover of this because it literally means bad air in Latin. Oh, there you go. All right. Well, um, we're doing pretty well. Let's go on to uh, another piece. Uh, did you guys know uh, Sonic Taylor Porky Pie? Every Sonic game after 2014, um, every zone that includes a street or a sidewalk, um, the graphics make it wet. Um, Sonic Team has stated that this has been consistently done because of number one, visual appeal, number two, cinematic techniques, and number three, practicality. Um, by keeping the sidewalks and the roads wet, the game developers can ensure consistency in the visual appeal of the scenes, and it eliminates the need to reset and reapply different textures. Um, so there you go. I thought that one was interesting. What do you guys reckon? This sounds for, ridiculous, so I'm going to say no. For 2D or 3D Sonic games? Specifically 3D. Any sort of like pavement or sidewalk has to be wet? Yeah, um, it has like wet elements to it. Uh, even in like some of the desert stages, there's like a glint of water on the road. I'm gonna say that that's a porky pie because I don't think many of the Dreamcast games. Yeah, like he said, nothing looks wet. Oh, since 2014, I didn't get that part. Yeah. Since 2014, actually, then that would sound believable then because. Wouldn't that just only be Sonic Forces? I am not allowed to allude <laughs> on additional details. I've given you the fact. Uh, I guess it just depends. There probably is some sort of like reflection layer that they put on the cyberspace levels in Sonic Frontiers. I can't immediately remember. I'm going to say Sonic Tail. That actually seems kind of believable. You guys definitely... Split yeah, uh, I guess. I mean, <laughs> you have to lock in your answer. This uh, is who is I think I think it's a Sonic tale. I think it's true. Well, you guys have only agreed on one, like unanimously today. But anyway, just so you guys know, um, the fact that all streets and sidewalks are always wet uh, is actually. Um, true, however, that is true for Alvin and the Chipmunks 2007 film edition. They always have wet streets and sidewalks for the three things that I mentioned. It's got nothing yeah. to do with Sonic. I didn't Porcupine. say anything, but my thought was this is a movie thing. I mean, I was, I, yeah, I, before <laughs> I thought that was a movie thing, but then you said 2014, and I was like, what? <laughs> I guess technology is fast enough, like, for... Do you see how hard I work to Alvin you, JT? You and JT, you just got... Alvin! That's gonna be my new thing. You just got Alvin. <laughs> so satisfying. Oh, what a great feeling. Well, um, guys, that is the uh, last portion I have. Sonic Tail and Porky Pie. thanks for playing. Uh, you guys have uh, equal score today uh, to each. Well done to both of you. Uh, do you guys have any? I have one. It's, like nice. I said, it's really, it's really stupid. But should I, should I go? Does Hole have one? Um, I have possibly two. 
Okay, then I guess I'll go first. So here's my really dumb one. This one, this one will kind of um, piggyback off of one of Norm's from last week, but um, for my Sonic Tales or Porky Pies, um, the the man Tristan Whitehead um, is a real person who is a global digital transformation leader. In Meguroku, Tokyo, of Japan. Sonic Tail or Porky Pie? I like this. Um, I'm definitely going to say that this is a Sonic Tail. And it's not... Wait, it's so pseudo-related to Sonic, but I'll say it is a Sonic Tail. I've got no I mean, idea. Because, like... This is the Tristan Whitehead. I guarantee. Okay. Oh, wait, I, I can't influence your answer. But this is what I think happened. Like, the legend of Tristan Whitehead that I started has begun this rabbit hole for JT to see if there actually is. Yes, I absolutely <laughs> think that JT would have looked up if Tristan Whitehead. <laughs> or That's Tristan right, Whitehead yeah, yeah exactly. Uh huh. And Digital Transformation is such a nothing title. <laughs> but at the same time, him being in Tokyo, kind of whack. Um, this is what I think. I think, like, that's why it's interesting, because he actually might, you know, he could have potentially in a different reality worked for Sonic Team. So I think that's why it's also interesting, and that's why I think it's true. I, yeah, I'm also going to say, sure, I, let's go with true. This mm-hmm. is indeed a Sonic Tail moment. I literally Woo! just Googled Christian Whitehead. And, like, the first thing that showed up was a random LinkedIn page. It doesn't even say what business he works for. He's just a global digital transformation leader, whatever that means. So. Yeah, it sounds like a title that you would give to yourself when you don't do anything. So. Um, is it actually Tristian Whitehead or Tristan Whitehead? It's Tristan mm. Whitehead. That's what it's I not Tristian you. Whitehead. Yeah, I Same name. There you go. He's he's real. He's out there. Very cool. Well, um, that was great. And oh, guys, you don't have one. I have potentially two. Oh, nice. Why am on us? Sonic Spinball shipped with oh. a. Uh, this is for Game Gear. Shipped with okay. a bug that never got fixed. So in its place, they put in. It's greed that said, Congratulations, you have found the secret code. Instead of the crash screen. Well, they replaced does the crash it, screen. Does it, do anything, does it do anything after? It says, Congratulations, you found the secret code, or does it just hang on there? No. Is it just the crash screen? Well, it, it is a crash screen. It basically says, Reset your game and enter the secret code. Huh. Um... I'd be willing to say that that's a Sonic tale. I'll tell you why that's specifically not true. Um, it can't be true for a number of reasons, but uh, number one is that's not how error codes work. So uh, anyway, I don't want to influence your your choice, but um, you go first. I'm I'm saying that it's true because that sounds very familiar to what they did for Sonic 3D Blast. Um, Sonic 3D Blast because like. What you would have to do, like, uh, what's his face? 
uh, John Burton is the programmer for Sonic 3D Blast. He explained in one of his YouTube videos that um, Sega has some very strict um, sort of like uh, was it, stability requirements for their games. And they don't want your game to be crashing or erroring. And so what they would do is they had their general error, um, their error screen. If the game crashes or gets like a bug or something bad happens, what it will do is it will immediately just say, congratulations, you found the secret level select screen, and then take you to the level select. And so that's why Ooh. if you like, if you're playing Sonic 3D Blast and you just kind of like punch the cartridge while it's turned on, you can go to the special stage because it'll usually crash the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if Sonic Spinball also had something similar, but it just blanking on that and just saying to reset your game, that, that does sound a little sus, but I'd still believe that it was probably, like, something that they did to make the crash seem intentional when it really wasn't. And also, I honestly don't know how, uh, securely programmed Sonic Spinball on the Game Gear is, so I'll say it's true. I'll say Sonic, Sonic Tail. Interesting. I just went through a whole like weird mind warp in what I was trying to do. So originally, when I was explaining that's not how your codes work, I was actually trying to throw you off mm-hmm. and and say like, uh, yeah, come on, I want you to, I want you to say this is fake. But you've actually ended up saying it's true. However, then I went back in my head as you were telling the story. I also know about that. How like for those strict quality control things. Any error code gives you the, you know, whatever, the you found the secret code, here's a secret level thing. So, but it is Sonic Blast. So I'm actually going to do the opposite. Originally, I was going to say it's true, and I was trying to throw you off, but now I think it is fake, um, because that is exclusive, uh, a story exclusive to uh, Sonic 3D Blast. So I'm going to say it's a porky pie. Uh, I, you have lost me on what kind of mind games you're trying to pull on me, but sure. <laughs> Yeah. So, what's your vote, guys? Okay, Sonic Tail. Okay, this is not a Sonic Tail. Ah! It is a true I... fact about the new oh. Tetris. Oh! Really? Close to this. I was a tester for the new Tetris on the N64. There was a crash I could reproduce every time, which would display a dump of the register just before locking up. You had to power cycle the N64 to get it to go away. Even the reset key was unresponsive. Oh, wait, August, is this you talking as you? No, or uh, no uh, this is um, a secret... <laughs> this is an... <laughs> This is an anonymous Reddit post. When I was a test, when I was a game tester back in the old days, this is an okay. anonymous Reddit post. Uh... Version after version, the dev said the bug was fixed, but I kept reproducing it. Closing on the shipping deadline, the developer had to close out all crashing bugs in order to ship, but the bug would not go away. It also had unrelated secret codes you could edit to unlock various things. One day, I joked the developer should replace the hexed-up screen with a screen that says. Congratulations, you discovered a secret code, turn your console off and back on, then enter the username Halusi. So he did, that's how it shipped. Uh, Oh my god, we just went through one crazy multiverse experience, all of us, because I, you know, as I mentioned, I thought that was true, but for a different game, I was correct, but I chose the wrong game. Famously, Wing Commander, the original, also had a similar thing, where it would crash whenever you exited the game. That's why, uh... When you exit the game, it says, Thank you for playing Wing Commander. 
because that they replaced the crash message. Right. That's interesting. Um, yeah, that was a really good one, actually. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, well, my other one uh, was going to be uh, similar because that's why I said, oh, I thought I have two because I was reading TCRF for uh, the new Tetris. You know, there's uh -huh. that famous developer rant they found yes. in the code. Yeah, I was going to reference yep. that, but I think it's too obvious. And I've already done a similar one. So I'm You've already one. used the last Tetris. The next okay. Game. That's something to play no. with. Well, um, thanks for playing Sonic Tails and Pokepies. Dun 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 dun. What are we doing, guys? We're on Sonic. Alright, so I am sorry. Uh, there potentially is going to be just us talking about Sonic Mania today, and then I'll do like a wrap up review um, on the next podcast. So look forward to that. Um, who wants to start? Uh, so, I I do have the question. Have you progressed any more than you did since the last uh, episode? or I'm definitely really... thinking about it, but the answer is no. Okay, so so you're still at, uh, whatchamacallit level, uh, Mirage Saloon, right? You just got Saloon, yep. Good memory. Yep. Very cool. So I guess we could just talk about the uh, the different stages and whatnot up till that point, so as not to spoil anything for our boy. Yeah, we could do a two-parter, I think, because we're already running up pretty mm. long, and cool. I'm definitely not going to say, or even think about, half of the things I should be saying, because there's so much to talk about. There is a lot. Sonic Mania is one hell of a video game. Positive. Well, should we talk about what is Sonic Mania first? <laughs> so, like... It's one hell of a video game. Yeah. Uh, I guess, yeah, to provide... Uh, oh, you know what we, should, we could talk about? We could talk about, like, the, the, the lead-up to it as well. well um, okay. Let's, let's describe the game first, so I'll, I'll put yeah. on my advertisement voice. Sonic Mania was released in 2017 to critical acclaim. It was praised for its nostalgic yet innovative approach, capturing the spirit of the original Sonic games while adding new elements. Many fans and critics hailed it as one of the best Sonic games in years. Ladies and gentlemen, Super Peer Up today is talking about Sonic Mania. So, uh, I guess. Where were you guys? Uh, whoa. Um, where were you guys? Um, it's shaky. We transitioned from a beautiful intro to a whoop whoop whoop. Sorry. Uh, where were you guys when you first heard of Sonic Mania? Like when it first got on your radar? Um. Okay. Like when it came out, I had kind of not touched Sonic games since the 2D Classics. I think I had played, like, um, Sonic Rush and Sonic 4, to my dismay, on my mobile. And I just thought, like, yeah, I'm not really interested in these games. Like, they just don't have the old quality, and, you know, they don't even evoke nostalgia at this point. And then I saw that little clip uh, when they were releasing the promos of how, you know, in the elevator, it's Sonic 1, 2, 3, SNK, yeah. and then... And then it's like Sonic Man. I was like, oh, you guys are all in for this game, are you? So I legitimately did get excited 
the fact that they like dump Sonic Four on that elevator switch and okay, yeah. like, really going for it. So that's that's how I it was around the promotional time that I got wind of it, and I was I was excited absolutely. Yes. So Sonic Mania is a new two D Sonic game with gorgeous pixel art, great chip tune music, basically. Uh, it's from Christian Whitehead as well, right? With music by T. Lopes? Yep. Yep. So, yeah, all of... They basically just put together the best fans and like, yep. The formula. Yo. And there was, yes, so as you described, there was that lead-up uh, with the animated trailer teasers. And was Sonic Mania Adventures before the game came out? It was the animated series on YouTube? I... I think those were either while the either like right before the game was coming out or like during like the game's release window. I'm not sure. I don't remember. It might. I don't think it was a plus thing, but. Hmm. Not sure. It might have been. Um, I first heard about Sonic Mania. Um, when they very first announced it, they did. A very funny, uh, very on brandly cringe Sonic live stream. I want to say in 2016, it was like the the 25th anniversary. I want to say so that was that was probably like 20, 2015 or 2016. That would have been 2016, I think. And they had this really cringe uh, live stream. Uh, that was, it was, I really liked it. Um, there were technical issues. There's a buzz that was going on the whole time that they would eventually go on the uh, reference in game. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was where they announced both Sonic Mania and Sonic Forces. And I remember when they announced Sonic Mania, I saw Christian Whitehead and I saw that he was making a new Sonic game. And right then and there, the 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 minute the minute they announced it, I'm just like this video game is going to be one of the best Sonic games to come out in the past decade. Like I had one hundred percent faith in Christian Whitehead after having played his remakes of Sonic One, Two, and CD, and I knew that he knew how to make a Sonic game, and that now that he's making a Sonic like a brand new unique Sonic game, I was like this is going to be fantastic. I have no worries. And I was kind of right on that. Yeah, it was definitely better than Sonic Force. Yeah, well, yeah, normally when it comes to Sonic games, I have, I usually don't follow up on the hype train too much, just because, like, I don't know. I get the games when they come out, regardless of quality at this point, um, for better or for worse. So, I just, I usually, like, just wait around for the game to actually come out. And I, yeah, no, when when I watched Sonic Mania first get announced, I knew that it was going to be, it was going to be solid. Like, I had no worries. Because, like, when they announced Sonic Forces, I was like, okay, why is Classic Sonic back? Why is it edgy? What is this? I had all these doubts. And, I mean, I always have doubts when a Sonic game gets announced. But with Mania, not, not one, not a single one. I knew it was going to be fine, and it was. I did think originally when the promos were coming out how it was a bit weird that Mighty was like in a lot of the promotional work. <laughs> I was like, what? 
but I think that it took a lot, lot more time for the DLC to come out, right? What's the gap yeah. between that? Do you guys remember? I want to say it was at least one year. I want to say it was a year, yeah. Between Mania and Mania Plus. I think, I feel like, like, uh, from what I'd seen, like, I guess it was always planned, but um, it was a bit weird when I started to see, like, just, like, Mighty was popping up here and there, but... Um, yeah, oh, so, like, just on that, like, some of the promotional stuff that was coming out, man, like, if there ever was a reason to get excited for a game, like, the classic design um, is back and everything, and what do you guys think about that? Like, it's not, like, it's weird, like, you look at the box art for Sonic Mania, and then you look at that animation, obviously different artists, but they capture, like, something classical but also modern, um, at least in the animation, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it's probably just due to the difference in um, animation at the time. Because if you look at the animations for, you know, like Sonic CD or the OVA or pretty much anything classic Sonic that was animated from that time period, that wasn't digitally animated. That was all animated on cells. So, of course, it's going right. to have a different aesthetic than the digitally animated modern uh, classic. Modern classic Sonic animations, huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> But, uh, and we've, like, as we mentioned, I've only kind of gone through the first, what was it, six or seven zones, so yeah. um, let's talk about those zones. Start off, what do you guys reckon? Any um, favorites? How do you feel about the new zones? I don't even know if I can, like, list them, like, the ones that you haven't seen. You've probably, you've seen, there's Green Hill... Chemical Planet. Oh, yeah, so I'll do the recap. Like, when I played uh, on stream, I finished Green Hill, Chemical Plant, Studiopolis, Flying Battery, Press Garden, Stardust Speedway, Hydro City, the way that it should be pronounced, and I am now on Mirage Saloon. So that's gotcha. how far that's, I am through. That's seven. Gotcha. Okay, um, so you're most of the way through, then. No, there's, these, like, there's still, like, a couple, couple more zones for him to blast through. Oh, we talked speed. about Sega Sonic Popcorn Shop. Apparently, that's referenced in Studio Plus. It is. Yes, it oh, is. Oh, right. They referenced everything. I remember when that game came out, everyone I knew got it. And for some reason, I think I couldn't afford it at the time. Uh, I had to wait like a couple days before I could scrounge up 20 bucks to, to actually buy it on my Switch. And I remember I played through it. I didn't stream it, and I really wish I did, because that very <laughs> first playthrough of Mania I ever did, I was so stunned by the amount yeah. of references put into everything. Like, I was absolutely the guy pointing at the screen, going like, ooh, ooh, it's that one! Or like, yeah, I, like, I, I was the one pointing out, like, the Sega Sonic popcorn shop, or, like, all these random... um all these random Easter eggs. Like, they put so many Easter eggs specifically for the old fans, the new fans, the returning fans, and the Sonic, like, sages that know pretty much everything. Yeah. Um, Splats is finally in the game. Dude, they brought Splats back! I mean, so when I saw Splats, I popped off so hard because mm. I'm like, finally! There he is! It's my boy! <laughs> they, did him, they did him justice. Um, for context, Norm, um, Splats is a badnik that was going to be in... Was it Sonic 1, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, there's, there's a badnik that was going to be in Sonic 1. 
named Splats, and they, I think, does Splats have data in the actual cartridge? I don't know. For it? Okay. There were Splats, for sure. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So, like, the, I, I know very little about this, but um, he's the little bunny bouncy guy? Yeah. yeah, he's a bouncy guy. He's like a, yeah, he's a little bouncy guy. He's named Splats. And, um... They got, they would like, he made it to a point where the bad Nick was still in like Sonic promotional material and like sometimes in like the backgrounds of like comics and stuff. Like they had them on as like a reference character despite not actually being a in game bad Nick. And in the Sonic 1 uh, Christian Whitehead remaster, if you use the debug code, you can spawn Splats, but Splats still doesn't show up in the actual game because it's not in the actual game. Um, so when, uh, Splats actually does show up as a real bad Nick in Press Garden, I popped off so hard because... Uh, and yes, they, there is also him. a reference to that infamous anniversary stream, which I also did like. I love the Totino's, the constant Totino's branding and, like, shilling for Totino's pizza rolls in that stream. They had Crush 40 perform, that was great. Yeah! When it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, well, I've said my piece already about the new stages. They're great. Uh, I just kind of wish we had more of them, because almost all of the stages in the game are, like, retro. There's nothing wrong with that, but it seems like the crew are really skilled and... They know how to make just perfect stages, just give them their own original game. Yeah. Well, since we're talking about obscure references, um, like, how about this one? You know the Studiopolis boss act? There's, like, the giant egg-shaped capsule thing. Yes. Um, You know, that's, like, from uh, the old Sega Racing game Outrun. Don't know if you guys know about that one. Like, there's stuff that is so obscure... That I feel like you just have to be a fan of like everything Sonic, but also just like old Sega games. Um, it's really interesting. Wait, which uh, which boss? The the like weather station one? Uh, yep. So, uh, Studiopolis Zone One boss act. It's um, I'm trying to remember what it looks like. Oh, that's the the act one's boss is the helicopter guy with the missiles. Act two is the one with the weather report. Oh yeah, yeah. So if you um, if you look at what do you call it? The uh, oh, what is it? The capsule? I'm trying to remember because I remember looking at it. I was like, I've seen that before. Um, God, I have to look it up. Yeah, it's like there's an outrun reference in that chase sequence, and. Um, like, OutRun is, like, a really, really old, like, uh, Sega game. Yeah. Uh, but there's, like, there's, there's, like, little subtle hints to, like, that, like, red car racing through and the capsule coming down. Like, there's, like, some sprites that almost look like they're just reimagined from OutRun. I thought it was really fun because, like, that's probably, like, one of the rare, like, Sonic Racing segments that we get in these games and they reference their own game, which is pretty cool. But it's not just that. Like, also, like, the debug mode feature... Um, you know, the up, up, down, down, up, up, up stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All really sick. 
trying to think. What uh, what what are your guys's I guess favorite stages out of the uh seven or so that Norm has played? Because I think my favorite out of them was probably Stardust Speedway. Not only did they like incorporate the past and future sections really, mm. really like cleanly, but also just like they they made the sort of map design a little less annoying to to travel as opposed to Sonic CD's kind of like Stardust Speedway is a bit of a vibe course, but in actual Sonic CD, it's not the most fun level to actually mm. traverse. So they yeah, made right. it more fun to traverse. And I also, think a lot of zones, you know, like the the biggest like complaints about all of these zones when they're remade, like they kind of patch that up. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, Hydro City doesn't feel like you're stuck in water the whole time. There's always stuff going on, and the water elements are there. But it's way faster than the original Hydro City. And doesn't uh, Stardust Speedway also have elements of Marble Garden in it, right? With like the the weird like pulley things. I don't even know what they're called. Like the the, the rings on the rope and they pull you up the hill. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. So so like there's so many little things like that. They're yeah. like oh, it's from this stage, but it's reimagined for this zone and stuff. There's tons uh, of stuff like uh, that. It's so it's so amazing. That's why um I remember Norm when you first joined the podcast. And you you mentioned that you hadn't played Sonic Mania, but you liked the 2D Sonic games. I was like, you have to play Mania. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) It's long as you... Like, similar to what you were talking about, how, like, oh, you were in awe and, like, all the references and stuff. For me, like, not as deep on the references, but I was like, oh, it's like this and it's like that. Like, it was... I'm pretty sure I was like grinning ear to ear when I was like streaming I mean, that's, it last time. That's, that's I think the the fun. That's like where the true appeal of Sonic Mania comes in. Is like it doesn't matter how deep you are on the Sonic iceberg, you're still there's uh, still going to be stuff in it for you. Definitely. Yeah, like I said incredible. last episode, they just added extra things to make it new and interesting to all of the old stages. Yeah. But you wanted new, uh, more new zones, right? Yeah. I'll say this positive thing about the new zones. Like, they're, they're really good because whenever I played, like, um, you know, a Sonic reimagining or a fan game or something like that, I'll be like, oh, yeah, this is not as good as the classics, though, is it? But, like, I really think that the new zones are really good and they fit in very well with all the classics, too. Yeah. I I mean, Studiopolis was kind of overused in marketing, so when I got to that level, I was just like, yeah. eh. Uh, but I do love the music. The Studiopolis uh, yeah. music is... Lights, camera, action. Oh, I love it, I love it, I love it. I love both action music. I love the whole soundtrack. T-Lopes did such a good job. We yeah. should incorporate lights, camera, action into like some segment that we have. Um, I I wouldn't say Sonic Mania is T-Lobe's very best work, but it is some of his best work. Um, I I mean, T-Lobe's does not miss. To answer your original question about favorite zones, like I am just such a uh, such a fan of flying battery zones, so I'll yeah. say that that is probably mine for nostalgia. I don't know. I'm just always so attracted to that stage. But 
I think the reimagining of Hydro City, as I already mentioned, is really, really awesome. So probably between those two. For sure. I remember really liking Hydro City or Hydro City. <laughs> and it was so long ago now, I can't even tell you what the other ones were. Press Garden, I guess, was pretty good. As to the Oblets, of course. But Press all of them were enjoyable. Yeah. Every oh. every zone was like, oh man, what's covered next? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then, you um, know, when it's a zone that you know, which is all of them, you're just like, oh, well, they've done this new thing with it. Yeah. One one thing that I remember being really surprised about was the, the boss fight for Chemical Plant Zone just straight up being the mean bean machine. Oh, yeah, right. You just you just actually play Poyo Poyo. I was not expecting that. Yep. <laughs> I I I popped off because I play Poyo somewhat decently. So when I saw that happening, I was just like, "Oh, okay, let's go, let's go." Just absolutely, completely different game for a boss fight. Yep. But, though I do remember seeing people get stuck on that boss because they didn't know how to play Poyo. That's yeah. so weird. I mean, put the colors together. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, I don't know. There is there is some strategy for Poyo, and I mean, I don't, I don't remember the AI for Robotnik in the boss fight being that difficult. Mm-hmm. But you know, there is there is like some semblance of color theory and like strategy for um, playing Poyo properly. I remember when 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 that I think I think the Poyo Poyo boss fight being like a mean bean machine reference was where I really realized like okay this game this game is going for every possible reference huh like that's yeah. when I, that's when it dawned on me how serious this game was actually going to be in terms of Sonic fan service and I'm like oh I am all down for this I am a million percent down for this yeah. What about um encore mode? What do you guys think about that? Uh, I didn't play the DLC, so I can't say. Really? You haven't played Sonic Mania Plus? No. Maybe um, I played a little. I don't know. Into it, but like people have like people have been like talk about it a lot. I'm just curious if you guys have got into it. What do you think? Like the the swapped color palettes and everything is like very interesting. Like it's giving you that nostalgia buzz, but everything's different, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I, I played through the Encore mode when it came out, and while I was a little, I was hoping that they were going to do a whole recreation of Angel Island, at the very least, Mm. because they kind of teased that, when it's really more like the first half of Angel Island gets a level. Um, And it was interesting how they did lives in that game, where, you know, you have just five lives. You have one life per character, and um, that's kind of it. And it does uh, incentivize you to use the different characters. And I do like how Ray plays a lot, but Mighty Mighty is a bit of a situational character. And Um, uh, I obviously have not gotten that far, but how does Mighty and Ray play? What are their unique mechanics? Okay, so... Um, Mighty is a bit hard to describe because I believe he has, I don't know if he's immune to spikes, but, like, he he has, like, a tough 
armadillo. He's not. Yeah, he's an armadillo. He has like a tough yeah. armadillo hide. Um, so when he jumps, like you can like jump into things that normally uh, take damage. Oh, from, okay. Like, and he, he also has though. like he has like a slam move where if you push jump in the air, he just like smashes down and it does damage. Oh, that sounds very Mario like, doesn't it? Uh, well, if that sounds Mario like. Then um, Ray is going to be even more because Ray, um, Ray basically is one, maybe not one to one, but he basically uses he can fly, but not like not like how Tails does. Instead, right. he flies by like gliding. Again, not like how Knuckles glides. He glides. <laughs> right. He glides the same way Mario glides with the cape in Super Mario, uh, where you go like okay. up and down. Um, Odal. and so he's like Ray is so fun to play as because you can just use him and just like jump off a high ledge and then dip all the way down and then whoosh back all the way up. Yeah, that's more than the first one. Interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, Ray is a lot more fun to play than Mighty. That's cool. Um, yeah. I and then the actual stages are just color palette changes, which you know it's fun. It's like I think the idea they were going for with the encore mode was like just to give you one more one more reason to come back, and it yeah. does just that. It doesn't really. It's not like a whole new game. It's just like a new way to play the game that you've already played a million times. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, it's awesome. I do actually have. Um, uh, another aspect of the game that we haven't talked about. The special stages! Oh my god, okay. Can I just say something about this first? Like, um, I love the classic um, Sonic 3 bonus stages. Yeah. The, the, that catch the UFO stuff. Man, I'm so out of the loop with that, I just can't <laughs> do it. And can't do it? I started playing the, um, the, whoop, 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 the ball collecting ones from Sonic 3, and I was like, I'm gonna just like the good old days. I'm gonna get the Chaos Emeralds really early, baby. And then I realized that what I'm not getting Chaos Emeralds from these bonus stages. What's this gray coin stuff? I was so confused and disappointed that I need to complete the, the catch the UFO bonus stages to get my Chaos Emeralds. Yeah, I think the uh, the catch the special stages in Sonic Mania are probably some of the best special stages in the series. Um, just because they they kind of mix a little bit of everything. It's not the half pipe, thank God. Mm. And thank God, oh man, of... you can't beat the music. I mean, like, if they at least brought back the music, I'd be satisfied. I love that beat. That's true. Um, but I I think that the way that they did it by having your rings be a timer and then you collect the orbs to go faster and you'll eventually catch it. How uh, different are they to the Sonic CD ones? Are they really, really different? Kind of um, different. Pretty, pretty yeah. substantially different, I'd say. Because Sonic CD, you're on a big, like, flat plane, and you can't touch water, and you turn really slowly, and you just have to run around this one flat area and uh, defeat all of the UFOs in any order. Whereas Sonic CD is you're kind of doing laps around a track, catching up to it right. by going okay. past gotcha. it again. Right. That's kind of the difference. And then uh, another sort of thing about 
Actually, wait, August, do you have anything you wanted to say about special stages? I don't remember, sorry. I haven't prepared very Re well. <laughs> really? Wow. I mean, they they were fine. They're alright. Um, and then I guess one of the kind of last things we haven't really touched on is, uh, what do you guys think of the drop dash? That's a pretty big game changer for Sonic it games. It is, but I had to go back and I had to, like, put on my classic, um, my Sonic 3 version of Sonic, so I, I haven't used it as much as I probably should. Really? You switched yeah. to the... You used the Insta-Shield instead? I, yeah, I wanted the Insta-Shield, so I, I had to go back. I mean, I found it just... Maybe it's like I'm so brainwashed with the mechanics of Sonic 3, but I had to go back and get that Insta-Shield. I see. What about you, Hogas? Again, it's been a very long time since I played it, so maybe it's iffy, but I recall you used the Drop Dash a fair amount. Well, as the Drop Dash advocate... What do you reckon, JT? Why is it a game changer? I I got so used to the drop dash in Sonic Mania that it genuinely became kind of hard to play the classic Sonic games without them after um, using it. I really like the drop Ooh. dash because it basically keeps the speed going while keeping the momentum going as well. Because, like, when you use the spin dash in Sonic to get speed, you have to do it from a standstill. You you have to be still like you have to be still in place, holding down and then mashing jump and then and then letting go to to take off. But with the drop dash, you can still be holding right and moving in midair while charging the spin dash to land on to go faster and then jump again and then charge another one. And you can keep chaining them and it just feels so good. It's like the one of the best things that they've ever added to. Uh, is that what uh, people use for speed runs? Do you think? I don't. I mean, it's probably how people would speed run the game. I feel like I think the drop dash is less fast than like a fully charged spin dash. Like it doesn't boost you as much. It's more like a quick boost. Right. But I always just kept drop dashing everywhere once I found out how to do that mechanic because it's just a mini spin dash you can do on command just from hitting the ground from anywhere in the game. And uh, you can't just you use can... it everywhere. Yeah. Can you still use, like, the shield second abilities for that? I don't think you can. I think in the game it gives you the option between having either the insta shield, the super peel mm. out, or the drop dash. Yeah, right. And... I pretty much just always play with the drop dash. I once they put the drop dash in uh, stuff like Sonic Origins or Sonic Three Angel Island Revisited, or the Sega Ages ports of Sonic One and Two on the Switch, I was just like, yes, you can play these old Sonic games, but with the drop dash, and it makes them so much more fun. Oh, nice. All right, I will try to give it a run, maybe uh, when I play later on. Also, the Sonic Mania Adventures, um, I have to catch up on those. I, <laughs> this is the first I've heard about it. Really? And I was like, how did that not come up in my recommended videos? Because, you know, I'm still searching for Sonic stuff, but these never came up. They're really good. There's, there's a handful of animated shorts that they made for various Sonic games. I believe the Sonic Mania ones were the first ones to... 
like I think the Sonic Mania game is the first game to have like a bunch of animated shorts based off of it. I don't think they did it for Forces, but they have yeah. animated shorts for Mania. I want to say they did some bonus ones for Mania Plus. They did one for Team Sonic Racing, and they did one for Sonic Colors Ultimate, and they did one for Sonic Frontiers as well. Right, and they are, they are all Let's animated by our our boy. Is it? I feel like this is like the third time I've had to ask this. Is it Tyson Heese or Tyson Hesse or Hess? <laughs> oh yeah, we did that on like the first episode. I know, but I think it I was even a post. It was even a post credits at one point. Yeah. Remember, guys. I still don't... I Pretty much remember. every episode, there's like a little clip after the credits. Hey, Marvel Cell, baby. I still don't remember how to pronounce his name, but um, that guy, he knows he knows how to draw Sonic, and he knows how to animate Sonic in direct Sonic shorts, and he pretty much does like all of them, and he was also partly, he was one of the people that redesigned movie Sonic to not be ugly Sonic. And be oh, like, really? Yeah, that's interesting. Sonic. Yeah, they, they cool. got him on board to help them redesign Sonic after seeing the horrible uh, public reception to the original Sonic design. One of the so main reasons yeah. why it was a setup is complete rubbish, because he specifically said he was hired on to do it, and he even, like, I believe, posted sketches and things. Yeah, you know, he you knows... You know how there's that, like, yeah, they deliberately did ugly Sonic, but they had the real one in the wings the whole time, though. <laughs> yeah, I have not heard that theory. That's a good one. It, they're, they're, it is a real theory. It is infuriatingly common. Like you'll see it. Believe me. Yeah, <laughs> people I know the, believe this. The ugly Sonic was was a was a marketing ploy. Theorists, but yeah, no, he knows how to draw Sonic, and uh he was the one that directed i don't know if he personally animated them or if he just directed them and had like a studio help him animate it but he um, his work his work with sonic is fantastic is he included like does he do all the stuff that's in the uh the art of sonic mania the little bonus book that came with sonic mania plus i don't know if he did all the art for it, but i'm sure he probably did some of them he's a i really want to get a copy of that animated. like looks really cool you know, it actually upset me because I bought Sonic Mania at launch. The same exact problem exists for Sonic uh, Origins. Um, is I bought that at launch, and when it first came out, it was digital only. Yeah. And I would love to have had a physical copy of it because I normally buy games physically, but it didn't exist when it came out, and I wanted to get that game ASAP. So well, that's why right. I had to buy it digitally. We all have multiple copies. I think this is Holgas included. We all have multiple copies of Sonic Mania for that reason. I need to, if I ever find a copy of Sonic Mania Plus for like the Xbox, I'll probably cop it because I have it for Switch. I do not have it for PC, and I mean, I might as well get it for Xbox so I can have a physical version of Plus. I will yeah. probably buy the art book uh, on eBay later on, but... Um... Which was actually a bit strange, because they did do a physical collector's edition for Sonic Mania at launch, but it didn't come with a physical game, it just came with a download code. But it also came with, mm. like, a statue of Sonic standing on a Mega Drive, and, like, a collector's ring, and, like, a collectible, like, 
fake Mega Drive cartridge for Sonic Mania. Right. And I remember that the I remember those collector's editions. I think they made too many of them because I remember they just would not sell. <laughs> I remember going to so many stores, like even in like late 2018, and they would still have like two or three of them for the Xbox One or like the Steam versions. Uh-huh. And I'm like, wow, they really must have made too many of those. Have you seen the holographic uh, cover art, which is for Sonic Mania Plus? I believe I have. Yes. Yeah, holographic. I mean, like, what a what a throwback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't think in 2017 we'd still be making. Oh, whenever Plus came out, what a year later, 2018. Mm-hmm. I think we'd be making holographic covers. It's pretty awesome. It is very cool. And then they're doing what? the same exact thing with Sonic Origins. Um, because I bought that digitally, and now Sonic Origins Plus is coming out. This Yes, sir. Isn't it coming out on Sonic's birthday again? Is that the tradition now at this point? Uh, well, Sonic Origins came out last year on Sonic's birthday on June 23rd. I see. But yeah. Um, I can't really think of anything else related to Sonic Mania that we haven't at least touched upon. I think we've covered all the bases until until Norm. Yes, we are running quite long again. Uh, yeah, we didn't really sorry. say a whole lot, but that's yeah, okay. That's a reasonable amount. That's, that's where structure usually helps out with things mm, like this. Yeah. Um, but we all might, good. We might, going forward, want to try to speed run through the Porky Pies in Sonic News section so that we have more time. Oh, for yeah, the, very long. <laughs> yeah, sure. Portions. Yeah. What the hell was that? Um, but that's something I guess we can just work on along the way. Yeah, the last thing that I wanted to mention was like if you guys know about the collector's edition and like some of the cool little things that it came with, like the um the golden ring, the collector card, um, like I think that's the one you were talking about that they made too many, right? Yeah. Um, just some of the kind of like I think we're moving out of the age where like if you get the collector's pre-order edition, you get all these little, like, neat figurine things. Like, I really didn't think that we'd still be um, releasing stuff like that because that's super cool. And as you said, like, everything's going digital. So, uh, yeah, I just think the last thing I wanted to mention, like, I want stuff like that for the games that I really, really like. I want something yeah. physical because this whole digital-only thing, like, I'm still not totally on board. I like having my physical copies still. Uh, regardless of how much that makes me sound like an old man, I really like yeah, yeah, my yeah. physical stuff. That reminded me of the... There was a collector's edition for Sonic Generations back when that game was coming out. Mm-hmm. And I remember really wanting it because it looked so yeah. cool. It also came with, like, statues and, like, a ring and, like, an art book and, like, a soundtrack. Which that one big thing where, like, um, like, are those Sonics... Are they stuck on that little plaque, I want to call it? I don't or can you take know. them off? But it is, I know what you're talking about. It's like, even the uh, box art, it's got, like, the two Sonics looking at each other, again, yes. and the golden ring. Lots yeah, of cool yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I remember I really wanted that back when Sonic Generations came out, but I wasn't able to get it because, if I recall correctly, it was a PAL-exclusive thing. It was only in Europe. <laughs> ah, okay. It was not in America. So I had to just buy Sonic Generations regularly. I couldn't buy the collector's edition. 
Well, how about for part two of Sonic Mania, after I finish it, let's <laughs> perhaps put in the podcast notes exactly what we want to talk about mm. instead of pinballing everywhere, and then we can get it done in a healthy amount of time so Holgas doesn't have a nightmare editing everything together. <laughs> That's true. Yes, yeah. and it will be much nicer to listen to as well, I think, because this is the second episode in a row we've just kind of like been meandering about, and then, oh, better talk about the topic. How about this? <laughs> yeah. It felt a little more structured this time around versus... I just think that we're probably just spending too long in the yeah. news and porcupine section. So sure. Yes, I think we Maybe... should keep it to one porcupine each. Yeah, I, I agree. I think we should each just do one porcupine. And I think... Um... So I, I, you only have a 50% chance of me alvining you. Mm. Yeah. So, um, oh, that's all good. I wait, think I think if we all wait, just do wait, one wait, guys, guys, and... guys, we have soundboard. What we do? <laughs> wait, we have a soundboard. We have soundboard in the group DM. We do. I think I need the first sound that we have, and oh, uh... the only that we have. Oh, hold up! Why is gone? Where's the sound? How did you get that? I clicked the sound button that's uh, on the what? left of our portrait. So Gigi's got up there. Is oh, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, there it is. Ah, uh, oh, I'm look. You know me. I'm gonna be using this. 100%. That's excellent. What I will do is once I come up with a theme for each of the segments, we can play mm. that in. You know. Right. If and then I if I had it. nitro, you you guys. Oh my god, I do not have nitro. Somebody you you nitro. you don't have nitro. You know how I feel about that. Yeah. <laughs> so good. But you know, once you purchase nitro, I'll be all like. What you should do. Because uh, it doesn't seem like I can upload sounds in here. It must just be for Nitro. Uh, uh, nitro so only, okay. Can, yeah, okay. So you can use your other servers. We need to get a specific quack sound that we use to, to send to swears. Absolutely, yeah. we should. Ooh, exciting. All right, well, look. How how much is Nitro? I might dish it out. This is really going off topic, but let's <laughs> let's incorporate some sonic sounds. It'll be good fun. All right. Thanks for listening. And you can check all of us out on Twitch and Twitter. Uh, also, you can email us, superpeelartpod at gmail.com and superpeelartpod on Twitter. Awesome. I am Normus on Twitch. Who are you guys? I'm August. I am JT Duckman. See you on the next exciting episode of Dragon Ball Z. Do 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 Dragon Ball Z. I don't know how the opening. Chala head chala. That's the Dragon Ball OP. I don't know if that's regular Z. I don't watch Dragon Ball. Yeah. Uh... No, the English version is very different. I know the, the Japanese one is Jada and Jada. So, you know the the 
when that came out in Australia, and I think it was on um, Cheese TV. It was on Cheese TV. I cringed so much, I had to turn off the TV and walk away. Really? Like, I thought it was horrible, yeah. Like, it wasn't the, whole... the coolest <clears throat> thing ever. <laughs> nah, I was like, I saw that, like, baldy guy rip through the airplane and, like, I'm ripping stuff up and, like, you, you think this ain't your grandpappy's anime? This is hardcore and it's cool and we're doing rock and roll. I was like, Ugh, and I had to leave the room. Damn. Damn. Um, I, but I can't say much because I also loved Sailor Moon, so there you go. Hey, no shame there. Sailor Moon, great. Hey, Sailor Moon, I've never actually seen it. So I like Sailor I like anime girls. Gotta be one of my favorite genders. <laughs> the card character was also that. great, even though the, the dub was kind of ruined. Hmm. Aren't the stories, like, slightly different because of the dubbing? Oh, yeah, they changed, they cut a lot of stuff out. Yeah. in the dub because they wanted to make Link more of a main oh. character for the boys. One of the things that was always interesting to me was, like, the whole... This is probably not going to make the cut, but the whole incestuous thing in Season 2 with, like, you know, there was, like, the redhead and the bluehead from the... Was it, what is it called? The Megaverse or something? Yeah, I didn't get that far in Card Captors, but yes, apparently that was a huge change in the dub. Card Captors? You said card captors. Yeah, are we not talking card about card captors? Is it card captors soccer? Wasn't <laughs> No, because we talked that. about this off cast before. Like oh. both of them got like really cut up in the dub. And I know uh, there was that thing in Sailor Moon with the uh, cu- kissing cousins. And I think right. there was something similar in card captors as well, but I might have just been mistaken on both occasions. Because incest is A OK to the Japanese. Woo. Well, no, the point was that in Japan they were lesbians. They were just, like, oh. lovers. Oh, but even even the first season of Sailor Moon, like, they gender-swapped one of the characters. Isn't, like, one of the henchmen for Queen Barrel, Barrel. like, actually a dude? or a, Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, something? that's right. That was something they changed as well, because I think they did gender change when they transformed. Because it was actually, like, trans in the Japanese or something? Yeah, 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 yeah they did. They've done that for Street Fighter as well, where, like, one of the characters is, like, in, in English it's, like, pre-op trans, and in the Japanese it's post-op trans. It's like, who cares? Just just say it's trans. Like, why are we going into the op details? It's very weird. Poison. Poison in Street Fighter. I don't know if you know the character. I do know this I part. thought Poison's whole situation was it was just, like, a localization thing, and then, like, it just kind of got bungled, and then they just kind of eventually just like screw it, up, yeah. roll with it. Yeah. I feel bad for Birdo though. Like, what's the deal? Birdo with- is also oh, yeah. also in the same boat in terms of like I don't really know if that was like a localization thing or not. Yeah, I don't really know the details either, but it's kind of interesting because you know in that manual they said Birdo's preferred name is Birdetta, but that never came up again. Oh, well, you know. Did you guys know that Birdo's Japanese name is Catherine? <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Yep. I just noticed something. Sorry. Go on. Back <laughs> that image that you posted of the sneezing ability, that particular yep. frame. Look, Sonic's mouth is the same color as Oh never mind. It's because his eyes are closed. I'm dumb. <laughs> his eyes are That's closed and his to... eyelids. But his eyelids are the are skin colored. 
Whereas Modern Sonic yeah. is eyelids are blue, right? That's that's something I thought about. It's like we've never been able to settle on how Sonic closes his eyes. Sometimes it's just like the white pigment with like black lines drawn in the middle. Sometimes the whole eyelid from blue down to skin tone comes down. Like there's no consensus on that, right? Blue arms bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good yeah, that consensus is fine. 